This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, as we go into your words, speak to us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You may take your seat. I congratulate those of you that prayed. I congratulate you all. I have a good news for you. And the good news is that your prayers are answered in Jesus' name. Say amen if you believe it. Say amen if you believe it. It is one thing to pray. It is another thing to believe. This morning the Lord began a topic with us on the topic titled Set in a Large Praise Through Prevailing Prayer. And we drew our case study from the life of the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Luke chapter 22 from verse 39 to 46. And there we look at how Jesus prayed. He prayed earnestly. He prayed earnestly. He prayed to the extent that his sweat was like that of blood. Now, again, if you look at that kind of prayer, it's not like microwave prayer. And I'm glad that some of us have prayed. And my prayer for you is that um, this fire of prayer that is upon you will not cease in the name of Jesus. Now, in this section, we are going to be looking at briefly, and this is a topic that is going to become serious. And so we are going to begin the introduction before we rise up again to pray and then bring the service to a close. Now, I want you to know whatever thing there is a need in your life, because you are praying, you are carrying your miracles already. You are carrying your miracles already. You are carrying your miracles already. Now watch it. You see that in this week, the things that you did not pray for, they will begin to happen in your life. Glorious things that you did not ask for, God will begin to add them to your life. In the name of Jesus. We are looking at the topic titled, Don't Sell Your Bat Right. Tell your neighbor, don't sell your bat right. Don't sell your bat right. Don't sell your bat right. Now, let's uh, turn our Bible to the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 25. We have some reading that we're going to do. So we're just going to lay the foundation for this study this afternoon. And then we'll continue as the Lord give us the grace and opportunity. Don't sell your bat right. Now, and this, now, reading from verse 19, Genesis 25, verse 19. And these are the generation of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife. And the, uh, the, the daughter of Bethel, the Syrian of uh, Padanaram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife. Because that means he prayed for his wife. That is what that tells us. Because she was barren. If there's anyone here barren in the name of Jesus, as from today, you are fruitful. And the Lord was entreated. That means God answered Isaac's prayer. God, we answer your prayer. And, I, and, Rebecca, and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. And the, and the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb. Two manner of people shall be separated from thy bower. And the one, the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. And when our days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there was twins in our womb. 
I pray for you in the name of Jesus, there will be twins in this house. I pray in the name of Jesus, there will be quadruplets in this house. An easy birth in the name of Jesus. And the force came out red and all over like an airy garment. And they called his name Esau. Now, verse 26. And after that came his brother out and his aunt. And his aunt took hold on Esau's ear. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was three scorn, that is uh, about 60 years old, when she bare them. That is about 20 years after he got married. Now, the boys grew, and, and Esau was a corny hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in town. And Isaac loved Esau because he did not eat, he, I mean, because he did eat of his venison, that is his meat, his food. Uh, the farm produce. But Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sold, now pay attention to from verse 29. And Jacob sold pottage. And Esau came from the field. And he was faint. Now, and Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage. For I am faint. Wherefore was his name called Edom. This is the generation of the Edomites. Now, and Jacob said, Sell me this day the birthright. I pray your eyes will be open. I said, I pray for you, your eyes will be open. I pray for you, your eyes will be open. And the words to answer each man every season, the Lord will give unto you. In the name of Jesus. If there's anyone that has put um, maybe charms or things in their mouth, and they are coming to speak to you. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus nullify them. I said the blood of Jesus nullify them. In this service, there will be total recovery of lost destinies. Of lost identity. Of lost birthrights in the name of Jesus. Now, and Esau said, behold, I am at the point of death. I mean to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Pay attention to that statement. And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him. And he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Now, then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lettuce. And he did eat and drank and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. I want you to say it three times. Thus Esau despised is bad right. Thus, Esau despise his bad right. Thus, Esau despise his bad right. Praise the Lord. Don't sell your bad right. Don't sell your bad right. Now, also turn your Bible with me. We'll come back to this scripture, to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 16. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 16. Now, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel, for one lunch, for one breakfast, who for one morsel of meat sold his 
birthright. Verse 17. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the promise, the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. He sought it carefully with tears. He sought it carefully with tears. Now, bad right is our inheritance. So when we talk about bad right, we are talking about your inheritance. What God delivered to you when he created you, when he formed you in your mother's womb, your inheritance, what belongs to you. Now, this story of Jacob and Esau, we knew that there were prophecies that has gone forth concerning these two young boys, that one was going to serve the other. We are not focusing on that. But our focus in this series is that what happened? How could a man despise his own birthright because of food? And that explains to me, as the Lord made me to understand, that this is example, the picture of many Christians, especially our young brethren. How many are all over the world despising God's heritage in their lives? So we are going to look at what it means to despise your birthright. Or what does your birthright, or what does it mean to sell your birthright? But let's still go on. Now, your birthright cannot be quantified monetarily. Let's say, sister. My brother said he was going to give you $10,000 to sleep with you, to lose your virginity. Your virginity cannot be quantified with money. It is your life. It is your identity. Now, that is just one out of many. Or maybe as a brother, a sister who happens to be a snake in disguise, Say, oh, she prefer, she prepared, and maybe the sister investigated, and they found out that you love vegetable. And she said, oh, I'm doing my birthday. I'm doing something special. I'd like to invite you and your friends. Yeah, so the, she already investigated that he loved vegetable. And he loved some African delicacies. And so she prepared it. Now, after eating the food, the brother, ah, you know, somehow sleep is coming. And, then, and you know the rest of the story. Now, as a result of this, whether by food, whether by sexual intercourse, whether by any means or by contact or by charms or by any means, many bad rights has been sold. And when God brings this kind of topic, it is not for fun. It is because there is something God has seen in his church. And there's a restoration. And I found out that to every topic, there's always something God wants to do. It might be in the life of just one person. And I pray this afternoon that whatever thing that has been stolen from you, whether carelessly or ignorantly, 
I pray for you in the name of Jesus. This afternoon you are recovering them back. You are recovering them back. So your birthright is your destiny, brethren. Tell three people your birthright is your destiny. Is your life. Now, go again the second person. Your birthright is your destiny. Is your life. The third person. Now, your birthright is not your work. We are not talking about the work you are doing now. You work at Shaw, you work at Bell, you work with Head, uh, whatever thing you do. That's not what we are talking. Your birthright is even is not even your career. It's not even your education uh, certificate. It is the sum total of your destiny. It is, it is what makes you to be you. It is what defines your life. It is your birthright. It is what explains why you are this height. It is why you are from that particular family. It is why you are a man. It is why you are a woman. It is why you dream some certain kind of dream. It is why you see some big revelations. It is why you see different things. The sum total of your life is your birthright. Now, there are three levels of birthright that we are going to look at. But let's leave that for now and also continue to look at what does it mean. Now, let's try to be more practical. What does it mean to sell your birthright? Number one, it means don't commonize your life. Your life is more than all the treasures put together all over the world. Literally, when we say don't sell your birthright, what we are saying to you is that don't commonize. Don't underrate your life. Don't say, what is my life? You know what it took God to create you? Or when you begin to, 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 to demean your destiny, when you begin to ridicule your own person, what you are simply doing is that you are gradually selling your birthright. Look at the book of Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Brother Masha, read for us. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what? Verse 37. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Thank you, sir. So when we talk about bad right, we are also talking about your soul. Your soul, your bad right. Everything around you, about you. So don't commonize your life. Don't say your life is not important. If your life is not important, God would not have created you. If your life is, if your life is not valuable, you won't be alive to this moment. If your life is not important in the agenda of God, he won't send you into this world. Maybe your parents will have done the, maybe it could be miscarriage. 
and then you, you probably wouldn't have been here. But God did it by intention. And he allowed you. So the question is, why are you commonalizing your life? Why are you taking your life for granted? Put all the resources all over the world together. All the oil in Saudi Arabia, the oil in Nigeria, the oil in America, all the gold all over the world, the diamond. Put them together. They, we cannot, you see, when you put the total value of them, I don't know how much it will cost. You see, it's not, it's not the same with your soul. It's not enough to quantify your soul. So you are more precious than that. Tell your neighbor you are more precious than oil. You are more precious than gold. Say with confidence, you are more precious than oil. You are more precious than gold. You are more precious than diamond. You are special. You are wonderful. You are a child of God. So don't sell your birthright. Praise the Lord. Number two, what does it mean to sell your birthright? Don't be careless with your Christian race. Don't be careless with it. Don't be careless with it. Let's look at the book of Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Verse 3. Go ahead. With them. But the wives took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wives, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. Thank you, sir, because of our time. Don't be careless with your Christian race. What does that mean? You see, your birthright is like the race to heaven. And the race to heaven, the Bible describes it in this book of Matthew chapter 25. About two categories of people. The wise and the foolish. The wise and the foolish. The wise people had enough oil. But then the foolish did not have enough oil. They were careless with it. They got saved, but they were careless with it. They were not conscious that heaven is coming. That heaven is at hand. They were not conscious that Jesus could come at any time. So they trivialized it. They didn't pay much attention to it. My prayer for you this afternoon. You will take your Christian race more serious in the name of Jesus. If you know how heaven is real. If you know that Jesus is coming back again. You will not toy with your Christian race. You will not allow any man or woman to take your Christian race from you. Or situation. Number three. It means work out your salvation with fear and trembling. As believers, 
The moment you got saved, you are saved, you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You need to work out your salvation. We are going somewhere. Work it out. Meaning that pay attention to it. Guide it jealously. Don't undo it anyhow. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 tells us that we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Tell your neighbor, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So we are talking about don't sell your birthright and what it means literally. And we are still going to come back to our anchor scripture. Now, Philippians 2 verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, walk out your own, your own, is a personalized statement, your own with fear and trembling. Don't say, well, now I am saved. I can dip my hand in sin. No. Don't say, well, now I am saved. I can behave anyhow. No. Don't say, well, the grace of God covers me. No. The grace of God did not condone nonsense. The grace of God is not a license for sin. The grace of God is not a license to live your life anyhow. The grace of God has appeared. He has, the grace of God has appeared to return back to you all that the enemy has stolen. So the question is, don't be careless with it. What does it mean to not sell your birthright? It also means don't give away your inheritance. Don't be joined to idol. We saw a, a good example in the book of Hosea. Let's look at the book of Hosea, chapter 4. You can read for us, uh, Brother Masham. Hosea, chapter 4. Read from verse 17. Ephraim, remember, Ephraim was a son of Joseph. Ephraim is joined to idol. Go ahead. Let him alone. Any man or woman that have sold his birthright, I hear God say, let him alone. He has no part with me anymore. Let him alone. Go ahead. Where's your Bible, man or God? Don't wait for the screen. Okay. Hmm. The wind has bound her up in her wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their sacrifices. Thank you, sir. And you see, in the same Hosea chapter 6, verse 4, O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as the morning cloud. And as the early dew, it goeth away. So don't be joined to idols. Number five. What does it mean not to sell your birthright? It simply means watch and pray. Now let's talk a little bit more about uh, Esau and Jacob again. Watch and pray. A man came from the farm, tired, 
And then his own blood brother was preparing uh, red pottage or steel or food. You see, brethren, when you come into Christ, if you have problem with eating anyhow, when you come into Christ, you have to learn to tame your mouth. You can't eat anyhow anymore. You know why? Because there are many Jacobs out there. There are many Jacobs that are waiting to trade people's destiny through food. You see some people, have you seen where they are hungry? It's not, they ate breakfast though. It just lunch and it was just 12. Hey, the whole house is in this, is in this array. Everybody is in commotion. They are hungry. They are hungry. <laughs> Made for the belly. You see, the, 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 food, the food is good to keep the, this flesh, to keep it okay. But you see, brethren, you must be able to tame your mouth. That if somebody's asking for your bad right to give you a delicious meal, common sense, you say, you can't sell your inheritance because of food. You can't sell it. Or somebody say, well, I will take you out. I will buy some jewelries for you. What is your inheritance with jewelries? How much is jewelries? Or somebody say, well, I will buy you a new shoe. I will buy you a new car. Or I will buy you an aeroplane or jet. Your inheritance is much more than aeroplane or jet. In fact, if you pay attention to your inheritance, to your birthright, I tell you, in years to come, you begin to produce multiple aeroplanes and jets. Amen. That will be the order of the day for somebody that believes it. Amen. That will be the testimony of somebody in the name of Jesus. Amen. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, brethren, watch and pray. Matthew 26, verse 41 says, Watch and pray. We talked about prayer. You want to embark on a journey? You want to visit a friend? Did you pray? You want to go and buy a landed property? Whether here, did you pray? These days, people no longer pray to commit things. They think it's only when it is time for when they, they know that witches and wizards, so that's when they pray. No. You pray on everything. Esau trivialized his birthright. And so because he wasn't watching, so he sold it because of food. My prayer for you this afternoon is that if by mistake your birthright has been stolen or you've sold it that you don't even know. Because people who sell their birthright, one, they cannot fulfill God's plan for their life. When a bad right has been sold, the another thing that you'll find that they are, their life is full of confusion. When a bad right has been sold, there's a lot of issues and crises. But my prayer this morning, because the blood of Jesus is still available, if, if you have sold your bad right, this afternoon, they are recovered back unto you in the name of Jesus. Number, what number are we now? To see if you are following Huh? Number six? All right. Good. What does it mean not to sell your birthright? It means keep yourself unspotted. 
Jesus could come at any time. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 14. For ye are the temple of the living God. For ye are the temple of the living God. God said, I See verse 17. Wherefore come out among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Uh huh. Okay. Says the Lord Almighty. Keep yourself unspotted. That means don't be joined with idol. Don't be joined with the world. Some Christians love wide party. Wide party. You see, there are some things that the world does that you cannot continue to do them. Because in the process of that, many destinies have been exchanged. Something happened here in Winnipeg, as we were told. And there was a party. And somebody came with a cat. Again, not, uh, no offense to people that have cats or dogs or no. Now, somebody came. And the next, what they noticed was that they found a cat in their compound. And so they tried to chase it away, but it won't go. And then when they called the pastor... They began to pray. The thing was see there. It won't go. We are not talking about a cat jumping from it's your neighbor's cat. So that's not what I'm talking about. I know we are Canadians. So we thank God for our life. But that is not what I'm talking <laughs> What I'm talking about is not uh, my neighbor's uh, cat crossing to my... That's not what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> now, we are talking about spiritual cat here. Spiritual cats that are alive. You remember I've told you the story about how I saw black belts. Yes, that one. So, now, as we were told, how these people gained access to their life was because of true party. And a lot of things happened after this incident here in Winnipeg. Keep yourself unspotted. Because the devil, your adversary, is rolling around looking for whom he may devour. He will not find you in Jesus' name. He will not find you in the name of Jesus. He will not find you in the name of Jesus. He will not find you in the name of Jesus. He will not find you in the name of Jesus. I want you to rise up on your feet. I want you to pray and tell God, I thank you for making me your own image. And if there are ways you have sold your birthright, this is the time now to pray. To begin to ask the Lord to restore them back unto you. 
With God, nothing is impossible. What we are doing right now is just laying a foundation. To ask him, I don't know what is that bad right that maybe you have, st- you have lost. In Jesus Christ, there's total recovery. 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 Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Father, in any way I've lost my birthright, recover them back for me. Recover them back for me. Recover them back for me. It's the sum total of your destiny. Recover them back for me. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You may take your seat. One of the reasons why people sell their birthright primarily is because of sin. Number two, ignorance. 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 Number three is undisciplined life. When you live your life and you are not a disciplined person, anything goes with you, then it's very easy for the enemy to creep in and take your bad ride. Remember I said we are still going to look at three categories of bad ride, but not today. Now, so undisciplined lie. Now, some bad right has also been stolen or lost as a result of ancestral causes. Ancestral causes. Ancestral causes. Ancestral causes. Now, these four will form the next prayer you are going to pray. Any yoke of sin that the enemy might be using to take away your birthright, you are going to ask the Lord to deliver you. Not a general kind of prayer, the specific kind of prayer. To say, Lord, this particular sin, the enemy is using to take away my birthright. Lord, deliver me from ignorance. Lord Jesus, I don't want to be an undisciplined person. Help me to be like Christ. Lord, every yoke, every causes that may be in my life that the enemy is using to take away my birthright. Father, deliver me. Father, deliver me. Father, deliver me. Make that your prayer. Pray with them. Pray with them. Pray with them. Like I said, what we are doing right now is just to, to help us understand some basic things. Pray and say, Lord, in any way, this my birthright has been taken away. Let there be total restoration. Let there be total restoration. Let there be total restoration. Now rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet and begin to pray. 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 Lord, in any way I have been ignorant, this afternoon open my eyes. Deliver me from the spirit of ignorance. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that was how it should be. I didn't know I was supposed to do this. Pray and say, Father, please deliver me from ignorance. Deliver me from the ignorance. In the name of Jesus, deliver me.
deliver me from every ancestral causes, every errors that I have made in the past, in the name of Jesus that have resulted in the loss of my bad time, whether physically, spiritually, materially, this afternoon, let there be total restoration. Let there be total restoration. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, finally, you are going to pray this prayer. Lift up your right hand to God. You are going to pray and say, Father. You are going to say, Father. Any mistake or error that I've made in the past, that have resulted in the loss of my birthright, by the blood of Jesus, let there be total recovery. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. You are here this afternoon. You have lost your birthright. You have not made your way right with the Lord. When you have Jesus in your life, it is the beginning of the total restoration of your birthright. So you are here this afternoon. You want to say, Jesus, I want to surrender my life unto you. I need you in my life. So that my birthright can be totally restored. So that my birthright can be totally restored. Jesus, save my soul. Please come forward while we pray with you. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because this is the beginning of greater things to come. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come forward while we pray with you. The Lord is going to restore all that you have lost in the name of Jesus. God is able. God is able. Any error I have made in the past, any error of the past, Father, have mercy on me. You want to say, Jesus, I need your help. Restore my birthright unto me. Restore my help. Restore my miracle in the name of Jesus. Father, restore that which belongs to me. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have framed. I pray for you, every hand lifted up, that in the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy have stolen from you, in the name of Jesus, they are recovered back now. In the name of Jesus, you will pursue, you will overtake and recover them all. I pray in the name of Jesus, you will not sell your bad tribe. If your bad tribe has been sold ignorantly, recover them back now in the name of Jesus. In these few days of the month that is left, in the name of Jesus, between now and the end of this month, there will be total recovery for you in Jesus' name. And I pray for you because your birthright will be restored back. I pray for you. Everything you have also lost physically and spiritually, they are restored back unto you. Financially, they are restored back unto you in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory, for in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now begin to thank God, begin to thank him for restoring your birthright, begin to give him praise, begin to give him praise.